Welcome to the VitaFoods Insights Sustainability Series podcast. From responsible sourcing to supply chain logistics, this dedicated podcast addresses some of the industry's greatest challenges and champions the stories of sustainability success. Today's host is Heather Granato, Vice President of Content. My guest today is Udi Alroy, the co-founder and CEO of Caraboy. Udi's had more than 20 years in the global food and nutraceutical industry with extensive networks in the EU, Asia, and the United States. And now he's bringing those years of experience to Caraboy. Just founded last year, this innovative firm is developing carob-intensive cultivation orchards and producing carob-based ingredients, utilizing 100% of the carob fruit from seeds through pods. And given there is a shortage of carob and the orchards are shrinking, even as consumption is increasing at a rate of 5% per year, there's a great story for meeting market white space in a very sustainable way. So that's where I started with Udi, was this big issue of sustainability and crop production. First of all, sustainable crops are crops that we look at them as highly climatized to the area where they're being cultivated, first of all. Carob has been done for more than 3,000 years in Israel, so it's highly climatized. It's well known for its minimum use of water and does not like to be cultivated in an intensive ways, does not require a lot of labor, does not require trimming and so forth. The third thing is also being sustainable is the ability also to use 100% of the crop itself. We are using 100% of the carrots. We are not throwing anything and we are really looking how to take all the health out of the carrot with its variety of sugars, variety of fibers and so forth. Wonderful. When I ran into you in uh, Geneva just a bit ago at VitaFoods Europe, I mentioned I was interested in talking about the market opportunities for carob, both for food and beverages and nutraceuticals, because my parents were very well-meaning back in the 1970s and tried to feed me carob instead of chocolate. It wasn't great. So I'd love a little bit of how we're bringing it into the now and kind of that market positioning for carob. First of all, the carob itself, the structure is very quite beneficial to our health. It has about 50% of sugars, which are low GI sugars, which can be used in a wide variety. And in different culture, it is being used for different applications, from beverages to spreads and more and more. The main issue about carob is always being the flavor and the smell of the carob. And therefore, we looked into thousands of trees looking how to get the most beneficial, not only the most efficient one to be cultivated in order to make it a sustainable business as well, but also how to bring carobs that are very tasty, not only sweet, it's a different structure between the fibers and the sweets of the carob, but they have to be very tasty. In my view, everything that goes into the food industry has to be tasty. And with variety of applications that we already started, like non-gluten pasta, or it's a non-allergenic application. So you can use it in variety of foods. In most of the application today, use the caro powder, but we're looking furthermore not to do it all as a caro powder, but to look into the polyphenols, into the dipinitol, into variety of extracts that can benefit the health of consumers while attracting the new flavor within the market. So it really can be used then in different types of products, whether food or beverage, or even for nutraceutical applications. 
out of the carob, you can make about 20 byproduct of the overall. Carob powder takes all of it in, okay, beside the seeds. So taking out the seeds that which you are making a locus bingam out of the seed, which is a different economical structure and also composition. The main thing is really how to take the extracts into the dietary supplements, such as uh, the dipinitol, looking at the beneficial of the polyphenols, like the tannins. The carob is high in tannins and has a wonderful business structure and more efficient within tannins production. So we are looking furthermore, not only into the main foods are in the, a lot into the beverage industry, fruit sugars, uh, low GI fruit sugars, but also we are looking at variety of foods from uh, pasta to a variety of meat alternative or dairy alternative as well. Wonderful. Now, Caraboy has this eco-supportive model that is founded on long-term business relationships. So could you talk a little about how long-term partnerships impact the supply chain from produce to products and the underlying benefits? So first of all, in order to enter the food and uh, food and beverage industry, you need a, a long-term supply availability of the ingredient themselves. And therefore, we have vertically integrated solution for the carobs from the cultivars or the growers all through the food manufacturers. Well, we offer a 10-year agreement for cultivation with the growers. We are bringing the seeds and we are bringing the carrots that we chose out of thousands of them to be the most economical on the one hand side. And we are committed to buy all the produce from them for 10 years. And we have already few manufacturers that have signed 10 years agreement with us for the full supply of the carob itself. There is a lot of shortage within the market in carob seeds, but not only. There is no sustainable and long-term relationship within the market, and we are trying to stabilize this supply chain issue and to stay away of shortages within food and beverage and also dietary supplement are not acceptable anymore within the industry. Now, what are some of the sustainability commitments of Caraboy, and how do you and the team hope to drive the industry to become more sustainable? First of all, the cultivation is highly sustainable. We're using soils that are currently are not economical to cultivate or that are not used on non-arable lands. Carrots can grow anywhere. So for the growers that are using non-arable lands, they're using very little water, if at all, depends on the rain, because the carob consume little water as much as it can. We're using variety of pollination technology, variety of irrigation technology, all through fertilization. So we are optimizing the cultivation process, plus we optimize the type of trees, the mothers of the trees, that they will be really targeted into specific industrial use. So the cultivation is focused on the industrial application. Okay, seeds, so these are trees for seeds, taste, these are trees for taste, and so forth. High deep in it all, high deep in it. So the idea is really to focus from once you know how to define the industrial use, you can take it all the way to the farm and then take it back from farm to fork. The second thing that we're doing is a sustainability. We do not use any paper whatsoever, but it has to do with the care of not with the paper because we have a zero waste strategy. We're using 100% of the care of, so why waste anything? So therefore, why do we need any paper? I mean, even business cards, everybody knows everyone. 
And if not, you give them your mobile and then you have all the details and not necessarily you don't have to plug in, no data entry. And really everything is digitized. I mean, accounting, everything is digitized. Uh, you're taking everything. All the invoices are being digitized. So why bother and use any maids? The third thing is that we decided that we will invest in the last three years. We invested heavily within defining the right tree for the right application. So we're not using all types of carobs, like 200 types all around the world. And in each country, you have highly efficient species within what we have. In Israel, we have five species. Not all of them are right for us. So we searched out of the 6,000 hectares that we have in Israel. So we know how to target the right orchard for the right industrial application. That really reduces out a lot of waste, but makes the orchard more efficient industrialized orchard. I would say that building such a structure overall, A to Z, plus the use of every type of water that we have in Israel. In Israel, we desalinate, but we really have great water. About We recycle about 70% of the water that we use. So the limit is not in the use of water, it's the cost of water. In Israel, the water are extremely expensive in comparison to the world. So the environment provides us the ability to be highly sustainable and look for every piece of energy that we are looking. And today we are looking also for a solar application as well. So that will enable us to do solar panel within the orchard and then take the solar to our plants and the industrial plant will be use the solar energy that it's made by those orchards as well. I so appreciate the fact that you really took a comprehensive look at this from the beginning of the business. And that could be an interesting model, I'm sure, for other businesses to look at every aspect of what they're producing and how they're producing it. Yes, it is. I, I think for the long run, it's highly beneficial and, and very profitable from what we are looking today. So sustainability, it's not only a thing. I think economically, it's viable in the care of business, okay, not in any business. But the carob looks like it is a highly viable, as a highly profitable crop when you're using it at the right place and when you're growing it in a sustainable environment. Anything else that you think would be important for our listening audience to understand about the market demands and opportunities for sustainably grown and produced ingredients in general and carob in particular? I would say today when me as a consumer I would definitely look at natural products, and this is really a key issue for me. And not only looking at natural product, it's looking the way that they have been made through the years. It's not only synthetic versus natural. Not all natural are really natural. So it's very important for us to see what is the process that we took from the farm to the fork. Because, for example, in the care business, we're using low temperature processing technologies just to save some energy. When you're making variety of natural products, so-called, you're using extensive high temperature or I would say not so friendly processes to the environment. And I think that we as consumer, we have to look into the overall process of what we eat and not only what we eat. I couldn't agree more. Well, thank you again for joining me today, Udi, and best of luck with this new initiative around Caraboy. Thank you very much and have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to check the show notes that will allow you to link to the information discussed in today's podcast as well as any sponsorship opportunities 
The Vita Foods Insights Sustainability Series podcast happens monthly, so be sure to stay tuned, subscribe, and even suggest the series to a friend. Music